This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Colossians. circumcision that's made without hands. We're reading in the New Testament, and he brings it up. It's a New Testament concept, but it didn't start there. It actually started from the very beginning. When God said to Abraham, this is going to be the sign. This is going to be the mark of our covenant. All of your male descendants on the eighth day, you take them and you circumcise them. You know, you cut away that little extra piece of flesh, but that was supposed to be an outward mark of an inner reality. In other words, this will identify you as mine. As Pastor Robert continues his teaching through the book of Colossians, he'll be teaching us on the significance of circumcision. Circumcision was representative of cutting away the flesh of nature. When you become born again, your main mission is to kill the flesh and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. We need to not be living in denial over the fact that we're surrounded by evil, that we're surrounded by an enemy who would like nothing better than to cheat us out of the blessings that God has prepared for us. It's what he lives for. It's his whole focus. So as we go into the rest of chapter 2, we go into that backdrop. That's the foundation of what he's talking about here. In verse 11, we're told, In him, in Christ, you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sin of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with Him in baptism, in which you also were raised with Him through faith in the working of God, who raised Him from the dead. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, He is made alive together with Him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. And he's taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So let no one judge you in food or in drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbaths, which are a shadow of things to come. But the substance is of Christ. Let no one cheat you of your reward. So he uses that same phrase again. Let no one cheat you of your reward. Taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding fast to the head, from whom all the body, nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments, grows with the increase that is from God. Therefore, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourselves to regulations? Do not touch, do not taste, do not handle, 
which all concern things which perish with the using, according to the commandments and doctrines of men. These things indeed have an appearance of wisdom and self-imposed religion, false humility, neglect of the body, but are of no value against the indulgence of the flesh. Now, give me your attention. Remember, he's talking about the things that were going on in his day, the Judaizers that were coming and trying to convince them that they needed to, you know, keep the law of Moses and you know, honor the Sabbath and all of the different Jewish feasts and, you know, all of these things, keep kosher and and be circumcised. And he's addressing those things. But what we want to address is how does it apply to us today? I mean, what what does this have to do with us? Three things that I want us to look at. The first one is this circumcision that he says is made without hands. The circumcision that's made without hands. We're reading in the New Testament, and he brings it up. It's a New Testament concept. But it didn't start there. It actually started from the very beginning. When God said to Abraham, this is going to be the sign. This is going to be the mark of our covenant. All of your male descendants, on the eighth day, you take them and you circumcise them. You know, you cut away that little extra piece of flesh. But that was supposed to be an outward mark of an inner reality. In other words, this will identify you as mine. This outward circumcision will identify Abraham and his descendants as belonging to God. But here's the question. Do they really? I'm not talking about Israel now. I'm talking about individual people. Does the fact that a male child, does the fact that a man has been circumcised automatically mean he's a child of God? No. No, it's supposed to be an outward expression of something that is an inner reality in the same way that baptism is. Does the fact that someone has been baptized mean that man or woman of sin died and was raised again by Christ to newness of life like Paul describes in Romans? Not automatically, it should. That's what it's supposed to mean. That's what it's, it's supposed to be an outward expression of an inner reality, but that's not always the case, is it? And so this circumcision without hands, in Deuteronomy 10, 16, and in Deuteronomy 30, verse 6, and in Jeremiah 9, verse 26, over and over in the Old Testament, and then in the New Testament as well, Romans 2.29, it's referred to as a circumcision of the heart. This circumcision made without hands, it's a circumcision of the heart. It's, it's heart surgery. It's when God does heart surgery on a human being. When he cuts away, as, as it's worded here in this passage, look at it again. In him you were, past tense, in him you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands. And here's how it happens, he says, by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. It's not just this little outward cutting away of excess skin. No, no, no. It's actually that inner working of God to cut away the whole body of sin. That imperfect human being cut away. But here's the question. Has everything in your life that needs to be circumcised been circumcised? There's a statement here that he has, he has accomplished something. He has, he has set you apart unto himself. You know, and we understand that, that positionally, if we've come to him in humility and faith, we've become a part of his family. But my question to you is, are there things in your life that really need to be cut away? 
the reaction that many of us would have at that point was, you know, there's this bad habit, that bad habit. No, no, no. Those are symptoms. I'm not talking about the symptoms. I'm talking about the inner reality of who you are, your attitudes, the way you see the world, your decision-making process, the, the priorities that you live by. Are they biblical? Are they in keeping with truth? Or have you bought into the basic principles of the world, the philosophies of the world around you, the, the society that we know is fallen and imperfect and, and all messed up? Is that what's guiding you? Are there attitudes? Are, are there philosophies that you're living by that actually are, are in conflict with Scripture and need to be cut away? One of the things that I did this morning, I don't do it every day, but I opened the Voice of the Martyrs. Voice of the Martyrs is a, is a ministry that started in 1967, I believe, as a means of supporting persecuted Christians around the world. It's a ministry, all it does is, is try to support and encourage and sustain you know, Christian men and women around the world who, who are being severely persecuted for their faith. And they have a, an iPhone app that I think the name of it is Pray Today. And every day there's, there's a country or a people where people are being persecuted because of their faith in the Lord Jesus. And, and this one today, it said, pray that their pursuit of happiness turns into the pursuit of Jesus Christ. You know, we in the United States of America, we pursue happiness above godliness. We pursue happiness above spiritual health. We worship happiness. I deserve to be happy. And that's a philosophy that so many of us live by in the United States, and it's in conflict with biblical truth. You don't deserve to be happy. You have no right to have a happy life. There are millions of people around this globe that, that don't live a happy life. They're born, they struggle, and then they die. While I was at this training for the last two weeks, and I met some really interesting people. One of the, one of the people that, that was there was a, a law enforcement professional from Nigeria. He's a, he's a professional person. And what most of us spend on fast food in a month, or restaurants in the course of a month, is more than he earns in an entire month. From birth to death, in some places, life is hard, it's a struggle, and there's very little happiness. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us next time on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.